podcast. It's that time of the week once again for the weird podcast. The time where people are waking up early from their beds on a Saturday morning to go to their phones to see if their subscription to the weird podcast has downloaded another episode. And if you're hearing this through the iOS or iTunes, hey, your dreams have come true. The weird podcast is here. And you're welcome. If you haven't got it, subscribe to. Um, hmm, a little bit, little bit awkward that that you're listening to this now. And why would you be listening to it if you're not subscribed? That's what I want to know. And why, why don't you just go on to iTunes and subscribe? You know, why don't you go on to SoundCloud and subscribe? And uh, it, it's what I would expect my friends to do. It's what I would expect weirdos to do. So, if you haven't already done it, do it. Get onto the iTunes and rate and review the podcast. That's what people want. They want to see the podcast spread. You know, I've already got one glorious podcast, Boytown, which is the best podcast, in my opinion, because I'm on it. And then now this one is the same because I'm on it, except there's no Shane Todd, so technically this one's better. You know? So get on it. Tell a friend. Get weird. Let's go. Um, I don't really mean that about Shane Todd. I'm a bit like, um, hmm. I'm a bit, I'm a bit upset with him as a as a guy this week. He, uh, if any of you people were aware, I had a bit of a a sing off on Instagram with Shane this week where we sort of were competing against each other. And if you've seen before the great Boytown dance off that we did earlier in the year. Or at the end of last year, sorry. Um, where we basically just did a series of dance-off, like a dance battle, and see who won. So well, it went to his Instagram, it was very tight, but then he won it. And I thought, okay, that's fair enough. Probably might have, maybe, deserved the win. Who knows, I put my hands up. <clears throat> but a lot of feedback out of the dance-off was that, was that I dance better. Just saying. But following on from that, we did the sing-off. But rather than just singing well, because let's face it, there's no competition if it's just singing well. But this particular sing-off was about impressions of singers. So we did that. We sang through it. Went went for toe-to-toe. And <clears throat> the poll said apparently he won again. Which I, I'm going to contest. I'm, bit, I'm bitter about that. I felt I won. I felt that if you're going to have a a competition and put it on somebody's actual Instagram they'll win you know they will win and Shane's a snake I'm just putting it out there he's a snake in the grass for what he did with that sing off making us go face to face against each other and then deciding just before he goes to bed oh I'm ahead in the votes I'll I'll claim the win and close off the competition. So that was open for about an hour and he got a couple more votes to me and it's like, right, it's done. I win. But when it was a dance-off, oh, I was in the lead before bed and then he waited till the morning he claimed victory. So he's just a big cheater. But I mean, if he wants to feel that he won, that's fair enough. And um, We've done the dance-off, we've done a sing-off. The only thing we need to do now is just fu- fight. So that could be the next one. The great... Boytown beatdown and if you want to see that 
get 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 on Twitter, get tagging him, and let, let's get us in the ring because I need to warm up my fighting brain and body because apparently for some reason heavyweight boxer Martin Rogan is keen to fight me which I don't get I think maybe Martin Rogan just likes to fight anyone maybe he's looking a payday maybe he just hates me and wants to see me die but that's what's going on at the minute there's been someone tweeted him during the week saying hey Marty big big Rogie on Twitter he is Jake to come out of retirement and fight Dave Elliott apparently he'd be keen to do it and then a lot of people jumped that bandwagon got tweets back and forward next thing you know Rogie saying let's sell out the Odyssey Arena let's get Phonicab the sponsor Phonicab are liking and retweeting without actually having any idea who I am you didn't realise I am a still although I'm on route I'm still an out of shape guy and they think I'm just going to fight him you know I would I would, I would bet myself if it came to it if I had to fight Rogi I would bet myself to maybe last longer than 10 seconds but then that's about it I, I would be unconscious but people seem to be really wanting to get behind me getting hurt so for any of you guys who's been out there promoting the fight between me and Rogi fuck you I have a daughter now to feed to look after and you don't want her to have a dad with no head just with a big literally I would look I would look like an any belly button if I fought Martin Rogan he would just punch me clean in the middle of the face my entire face would cave in down my throat and I would just look like a belly button so what's we want to say you're a sick person that being said I would do it as long as more people subscribe to this podcast if I get more than I know I'm on 21 like rates rating reviews now 21 5 star reviews if I could get that up to the 35 or no, you know what if I can get that up to 40 in a week I'll openly challenge Martin Rogan to a boxing match so you have it I'll leave that one with you guys and then if you get it and you check it and remind me I'll have to have to call him out I will I'll call Rogie out and I'll get knocked I'll, I'll die but I'll still you know, my life insurance will pay out a good sum. My family will be secure. I've done my thing. And I've kept you all entertained. And that's what it all is about, isn't it? I'm scared. That's that's why I'm ranting a bit. Don't, don't, don't like the idea of that happening. But sure, if it's for entertainment, eh. Isn't that it? That's what I am, a clown. Go ahead. Jesus Christ. But on a positive note, at least I am. At least I'm getting to where I need to be to be considered a heavyweight boxer in terms of my weight. I've had a good week at the gym once again. I was talking last week saying I had a goal I wanted to lose three pounds this week to make a stone off since the turn of the year. Only went bloody well did it. A round of applause to me. I'm feeling great and obviously the natural progression of losing a stone in weight is to go to the pizza parlour and get a pizza get a garlic bread and get a coke for your dinner so that's what I did not part of diet not slimming world obviously but you got to have your cheat days you got to have your rewards and that's what I did didn't have a cheat day had a cheat meal I think cheat days are a bit of a, a bit of a cheat <laughs> for for that's a better word it's ruining everything 
Like, but there are people who will throw all their their fatness into one cheat day. Like people will just be working out hard, dieting, being really good, and then it'll come to like a Friday and they'll just get up early. They'll set their alarm for half six and just go down to the kitchen and just start just eating blocks of cheese, eating full packets of Freddo bars, just literally snorting hot chocolate just to get the calories on board. They're like, oh, baby, it's a cheat day. I'm going to eat what I want. And then just be booking and shitting everywhere. That's the effect of it. When you're on a diet and you're eating less and you're eating good, when you throw something bad in there, your body's like, I don't want that no more. And it just comes out of you. Out, like, out your nose, out your mouth, out your ass, out your front bits. If you're a woman, obviously your vagina. And if you're a guy, your penis. But it all comes out. Sweat as well. If you eat bad food, it's mad. The think of the body gets used to it. Like, I've been on diet now for four weeks and my body's, like, rejected that pizza. Like, it's gross. It needs to get out of me. Whereas beforehand, and I was just eating crap, drinking crap, not even thinking about what it's putting in my body. It just kind of took it. And I felt awful. Like, just always was tired. Wasn't training, wasn't doing anything, just being wrecked. My brain wasn't even working for writing jokes. Like, that's one thing I've had at the minute. It was a bit of writer's block in terms of stand-up. I've been writing other things, but just not stand-up, which is a problem. Because I've aimed to come back and do a show um, sort of around March, April time. And if you're going to book a show, it would help to have some idea of what the show's going to be about. Do you know? And if I don't have, pardon me, a solid idea of what the show's going to be, I'm going to have to do my, my like sort of backup plan which was would be a weird hour of stand-up which wouldn't be really anything other than a name similar to the podcast but I um, like if you're doing bits of material like the last show I did 30 years a day the premise of that was just about basically as a child I wrote myself a letter um, of like predicting what it would be when I was 30 like a school-based project and it was me I found that letter and it's reflecting on whether or not I basically achieved what I thought I would or predicted I would as a child. So that was the sort of story of that one. And this show that I was hoping to do in March or April would be based around, you know, becoming a dad. So the sort of going through the pregnancy, going through the birth, having a child, sort of how that affected me and how I kind of am adjusting to life, really. So... Um, that was the gist of the show but it's just I'm not coming up with stuff you know everything that's happening at the minute is just is fun you know it's like people don't want to hear you do stand up being like so uh, probably not don't want to hear a podcast about it either to be fair but people probably don't want to hear stand ups going on stage going oh my life's amazing it's just great everything's tickety boo they don't want to hear that they want to see stories of people being depressed and wanting to kill themselves that's what people find funny you know miserable comedians that people can laugh at their expense unfortunately for me right now things are great the only downside is I can't write stand up for the meantime but don't worry I haven't just been totally wasting my creative juices I've been writing other things I've had the head totally down in a way uh, sitcom pilot I'm writing which um, can't really say too much about because 
I don't want to make a dick of myself and be like, well, I've got this and here's an idea. It's going to be great. It's going to just um, totally take off and it's going to blah, blah. Because 90% of the chance is it won't. So it's just something that I think is pretty funny and hopefully I can develop and there'll be opportunity to do that at some stage. But I've, re- I've wor- written a full script for a pilot episode. I've done all that stuff. So hopefully I'll get to do it soon. And there's a few other projects sneaking up, which... You probably see my, I was going to say ugly mug, but hey guys, let's face it, this isn't ugly. This is just a refined taste of a mug. But you'll be seeing this refined taste of a mug on online for sure in the next wee while. So hopefully that'll all transpire and turn out well and then I can get my, my mojo back for writing stand-up. I just think I want to be on stage, even if I'm just winging it, doing crowd work, that'd be nice. So I'll have to get on that in the next week or so, get myself um, on the stage and doing stand-up ASAP. But even when my stand-up writing or my whatever is waning, there's one thing that will never wane, and it will be here probably forever at this rate. And you know what it is. The Champions League of Weird. Boom, boom, boom. Everybody segway-o. Way-o. What a segue that was, huh? You didn't see that coming. Straight back to the Champions League of Weird. That's why it is what it is. Because it can just be dropped in. It can just be dropped like a drone missile. Just end of the podcast and that's what it is and shit the feedback I've been getting from last week's episode whoa my inbox hasn't got anything (laughs) but last week's episode we saw the first four people qualify for the next round the knockout stages of the Champions League weird it's getting pretty heavy duty you got Michael Jackson going through and you got Chris Angel the mind freak going through you got Prince going through and you got Jocelyn Windelstein going through. And this week, it's a turn of Group C and Group D. Whoa. The last game in Group C. We've got Jim Core going up against Marilyn Manson. Um, funny thing is, um, one of these guys actually got my got me a present for the daughter, my daughter being born. I'll let you guess which one. Um probably should be quite easy because if, if you're a friend of the show and you listen to the podcast you'll know I am close friends with Marilyn Manson so no it's not right it's Jim Corbett thank you Jim for the present and because you gave me a present for my <laughs> newborn child I'm going to give you an automatic qualification to the knockout stages of the Champions League of Weird so you're clean through and on, a, on, a magic, on, a, on a technicality and then second place we'll just look at all the other points Yes, Marlon Manson. So Marlon Manson and Jim Corbett go through. You know what? Charlie Sheen and Dr. Zeus. Fuck you two. Dr. Zeus is only weird because he's a full adult that just rhymes day to day. And I like to imagine it's not just his books that he does it. So that's why he got here, but he's dead now. And, so, and Charlie Sheen's maybe a bit rapey. So I'm kind of glad to see the back of him. Group D. 
is the the weirdest group. It's as weird as, as MJ's group was. You got Will I Am, Britney Bitch, Doon, 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 Doon. You've got Will I Am, Shia LaBeouf, Dennis Rodman, Lady Gaga. Let's fly through here. Dennis Rodman versus Will I Am. Will I Am dress is weird. So does Rodman. Will I Am's best friends with Fergie. Rodman's best friends with Kim Jong Un. So for that reason, Dennis Rodman, he goes through. And next to go through, oh, it's tight. Sheila Buff, Lady Gaga. Both are performance artists. Well, one's an actor, one's a singer, but they could also, on the side, consider themselves performance artists. Um, I just consider them weird. I think Lady Gaga's overall behavior is more of a front and more of a, a character, whereas I think Sheila Buff's literally mad. So I think he'll get the points on that, and... Once he gets in, he actually goes on to four points alongside Will I Am. And has he have to give it to to Sheila Buff on the fact that he just wears bin bags on his head? So Sheila Buff is through. So going through from group C in the knockout stages is Jim Core and Marilyn Manson. And going through from group D is Dennis Rodman and Sheila Buff. Starting to really shape up, guys getting very exciting and then I will return next week with more Champions League of Weird how do you come back from that it's you know hard to do that's the that is the podcast segment that they're talking about all across the world it's hard to come back from but how do you do it I'll tell you with a weird story and this particular story, I thought was great. I saw it on Twitter. Um, I just saw the headline and it drew me in. It said, El Chapo assures jurors, jurors he won't have them killed before trial. That was that was easy for me to say. I sometimes get myself so tongue-tied because it's such a fat, wet tongue. Wet's a stinking adjective to throw in there. But I... It's true. I'm like, like that Sylvester bird. Fucker and fuck a tash. So that's the cat, not the birds. Tweety pie. Or fuck on Tweety pie. Shit. Duh. What I, this is why it's a weird podcast. Because I'm a weird guy. Anyway. El Chapo says he won't kill jurors before he has them in, before they go on trial. Which is dead on. The Mexican drug kingpin who's extradited to the US last year has promised not to harm any of the jurors in his upcoming federal trial, according to his legal team. The statement came in response to the prosecution's demand for an anonymous and partially sequestered jury. Yeah, I fucking don't know what that means. But essentially, El Chapo has um, you know, delivered a few marks in the past to jurors. And by delivered a few marks, mean got his boys to for real go and chop jurors' heads off. So, you know, each to their own in that, but a bit extreme. So at least all we're saying is, like, what El Chapo's doing now is just being dead on. And and he said, look, yeah, I, I'm going on trial. Might have done a few things. Yeah, am I guilty? Maybe. But uh, I'll let justice take its course, and I'll not, I'll not deliver the, the full death on you. Which, you know, he's a he's a major criminal, so I wouldn't really trust him. 
is what I'm saying. So there's likely the people. It's likely the people will die, and if they do, El Chapo, you piece of shit, you've broken your word, and if you've broken your word, you know what else do you have? You're you're no friend of mine. I'm just actually looking at the time here. Shit. 20 minutes. I'm trying to keep this podcast nice and neat this week. I said last week I'm going to have a quick one because I was recording with the baby beside me. And then when I listened back to the podcast, it was like, um, you could tell at the baby beside me. I was like, and uh, so we're doing this. We're going to do that. But it was like 45 minutes, so fuck that. I'm not going to bother. Taking so long this time, boring you. Gonna keep it nice and short. Mm, oh, or says hey. Um, so I'm just gonna go on to the listeners' questions straight away off the bat. Um, I'll go for Twitter first because I like to put my questions out on various forms of social media. I'll plug that now. I like to put my questions out on Twitter, and my Twitter handle is at the day of Elliot or Instagram. I put. My call for questions out and my name on Instagram is at Dave Elliott Comedy. And I recently reacquired Snapchat there and I wanted the name to be Dave Elliott Comedy on that. Unfortunately it's too long. Oh or says he. So my name on that is Dave Elliott Lol, which is lame, but hey, you know, I'm i I'm a comedian, so you're supposed to laugh out loud. Some people do, some people don't. But that's what my Snapchat is. So add me on that too if you want to ask me questions. Twitter first and foremost. Question from Stu. Bapper NI. Bapper has asked, Dave, what's your take on the White Moose Cafe Bloggergate scandal? Hmm. I don't know a wild lot about that, this. Um, I will Google it now. Um, okay. Basically... From looks of it, YouTube blogger L Darby, L or Ella, and the White Moose Cafe are feuding over a. Blah, 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 blah. Right, so what this girl's basically done, she is a YouTube blogger, and she has sent an email to this cafe slash hotel and asked basically, um, can she stay there for free in exchange for like sharing this particular restaurant hotel on her social media which as a concept is ridiculous like I do a podcast as you can hear because you're listening to it but I can get why people would listen to podcasts but see these things YouTube bloggers like your man Logan Paul like what does he do do you know what I mean he's like like, that's his thing like I'm a comedian do you know I go and I do stand up I write perform stand up for people do you know what I mean actually there's there's a a bit bit to that I'm not just filming myself doing shit that's what I don't get there's just these like young attractive millennials just basically talking shit on line and, and people are watching it and it's nothing like what's next whenever they're just watching people do nothing there's literally it's reality TV gone mad is what it is like look at Kanye it's ruined him because he's getting involved with those Kardashians man I just wish he'd go back and be mates with Twista again ditch Kim she's a f- like people watch the Kardashians like, I, I have said before that I hate the Kardashians completely they are the most horrendous abhorrent people they do nothing they just 
have surgery to look good and people think these guys are the beacon of how to look when it's all fake. They're stinking, horrible, atrocious people. Who, if any of them tried to get off me, I would do it. Including Caitlin. But that's beside the point. They're just not good like worth watching and that's the, the, the thing like good actual entertainment is kind of whittling down and it's being replaced with this shit and this blogger clearly is just like i have a load of followers can i have free shit now nah, you have no talent fuck off you know what's your answer your question is i'm with the the cafe but then reading on here a bit like this is a new story on that i have now that's continued these guys are a bit like fame hungry and loving the attention as well so fuck them too but I don't think that you should get freebies just because you've got loads of followers. You know? I think that's bullshit. So fuck her. But also, fuck the way reality TV's going. Like, Geordie Shore is another one. It's the worst. Like, all the girls in that look like they've been written by Dr. Zeus. They all have, like, upturned noses and look like wee hoos. And then they're like, and I'm fucking going out night. I'm getting absolutely plastered. I'm going to get me flaps tied around me fucking ears and someone's gonna rim me hole and that's a proper fucking night out that is I don't know where you fucking ended up like is from the West Country but or my lover that's fucking shit and people are like oh it's cool these guys go out get blocked until they book what an example I just did that when I was 16 you didn't want anyone to be like that because I did horrible things I'm so old aren't I I'm such an old dad guy now See these these bloody millennials with no talent? I remember in my day when people used to unicycle and juggle fire whilst recording poetry on a Game Boy or whatever. It's terrible. <sighs> Cheers to that stew. You got me, fucking gr- got me grumpy. Adam Cleary's asked, how's fatherhood treating you? Man, it's good. <laughs> End of question. Cheers, man. That's grand. It is. Uh, it's good. It's totally changed everything. Completely. Like my life's totally different now, but it's definitely better. Um, I'm I'm proving myself to be an absolute beast. I can like fully function on like ten minutes sleep a night. I'm like turning into a Terminator. I'm losing weight. I'm getting stronger. I'm functioning in five hours sleep. Soon I'm gonna be. I'm gonna start putting bits of like my Fitbit. I live my life off my Fitbit, my steps, my heart rate, my counting. I'm, it's like making me part machine. I'm going to start working for Skynet and then I'm going to become like a T5000 or whatever and become a Terminator. That's how fatherhood's treat me. And it also, it's a, it is like a Terminator movie. I become super, like a super machine, except my vulnerability is my emotion. I'm too emotional now. I'm so, anything she does, like if she laughs and stuff, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. So I'd be the worst Terminator ever. Really fit, strong, angry, and intense, but also super emotional. So that's how fatherhood's treating me. Um, and if you're psychoanalyzing me there too, yeah, I'm also having a mild mental breakdown. Um, Michael Jardine. Whoa, Michael Jardine's coming hard with lots of stuff here. How weird is this? And he sent me a link. To a story. It's taking a while to load. That says... Shark charity say they're getting a stream of donations mentioning Trump. Right, okay. So basically, Donald Trump, 
has oh I told Trump's supposed to have had an affair with this porn star um called Stormy Daniels wasn't it and apparently he basically said to her when <laughs> he's having sex with her that he uh, he hopes sharks die interesting pillow talk Donald can you just imagine him he's lying back and sucked off I just wanted to say although your head's amazing I think they should kill all sharks I think they should kill them they're not good they're not fantastic they should kill the sharks and I think you should keep sucking my mole <laughs> mole was the first animal I think of to describe Donald's deck keep on sucking my mole it's not like it not like a skin cancer mole <laughs> like a little thing it just pops up from under all my pubes <laughs> yeah that's pretty weird Michael cheers for <laughs> giving me a giggle of my own self but yeah that is pretty weird but fair play to Trump for getting some of that real serious shark action on the go um, Michael also sent me uh, a last few reviews for legendary Tucker B's um, some super sassy responses but hey what else did you expect from Mama Tucker and if any ones just tune in now and starting off listening to the podcast a few weeks ago um, I was introduced to this <laughs> fast food restaurant in the Newton Arge Road it's basically called Tucker B's and they do not like it if they're negatively reviewed I'm on TripAdvisor no way sorry Bob or just eat they hate it um, so some of their responses were just brilliant to people so there's a few more here here's a two star review for uh, Tucker B's from Joanna Interesting the first line, Joanna, which could probably come back to haunt you. Joanna says, I can only eat beef. Mm. The chips tasted like the oil was not changed in months. The meat looked like it was frozen several times. The worst kebab I've ever had. And the worst going, Tucker B is not going to take this. I can sense it already. The response is, And how many calls to our shop did you make to complain? Zero. Hashtag, at always willing to help not good English probably just always willing to help would do but basically I think this is what Tucker B's problem is I think it's been exhibited on previous complaints that I talked about that they feel like you're a rat bastards if you go online review them instead of phone the shop like it's clearly like a 65 year old woman run that it's like say if you have a problem me love you can come pick up a phone we'll sort it out face to face woman to woman over the phone whatever you say don't be fucking going on the on internet don't be going on your wee top lap typing all this shit about us you fucking bastard and there's another one too oh shit all I'm saying here is this is a one star review Tucker B's not going to take this and this is Claire's review they added another 15 minutes to my meal the chicken was like rubber. For the price, it was a joke. I'd never order again. Whoa. Tucker B. This is on the 26th of December. Boxing Day. And this is what Tucker B's had to say. I'll do it in the woman's voice because it's imagine her. <coughs> Claire, 15 minutes extra on Boxing Day. We must apologise for this crime. As far as your food, we take great pride in the food we serve to the people. So again, if you really had a problem with food, 
You should have called this shop. I would have been more than happy to rectify any problems like going online, you fucking bastard. Absolutely brilliant. And the last one for the night, Melanie. Another one star. Jesus Christ, what are you doing, Melanie? Awful. Spell it wrong. For a start, so I've automatically lost respect for Melanie. So she said, awful. Pizza's really boring. Came cold, probably due to the pizza not being in a warming box. Just in the paper one. <laughs> Surprised that gets cold quick. Delivery time took an hour. Seriously? For lunchtime order? And the delivery driver at the wrong address. Poor service also. Will not be ordering here again. Oh Jesus, by this point. Hi Melanie. Sorry to hear you didn't enjoy our exciting Hawaiian pizza. But all our pizzas are delivered in a standard pizza box and transported to you in a hot bag. As exciting as it gets, I'm afraid. It's calming down again here. Also, all our lunchtime orders are accepted and our delivery is standard. Though dare say, you being nearly five miles away over lunchtime wasn't a smart choice. We are, however, in the process of purchasing a helicopter to save them delivery times. We hope this resolves any issues you have. Kind regards, Tucker Bees. Something tells me <laughs> Tucker's not sincere there. Mrs. Tucker B is not fucking happy. And so what I might do um, <laughs> for the next podcast is possibly put a wee fake order in the Tucker B's. Make a wee complaint. <laughs> Just to see how Mrs. Tucker gets on the phone. Listen here. You fucking bollocks. You don't be coming into our fast food restaurant, ordering food and expect it served to you within the next five minutes. Well, it's fast food. Don't you fucking answer me back, you fat gap tooth Pavarotti cunt. Yeah, alright, okay. They'll not be back here. Aye. Well, tell you what you can do with your service. You can put it between two buns or a couple of cheese slices. Stick it in the pastarine box. Wing it up your hole. <laughs> oh, Michael. Thank you very much for submitting more. Tu- thank you for just introducing the world of Tucker Bees to me. I absolutely love it. Um, and, I'm go- and I'm going to ring them. You've, you've heard it here. I will ring Tucker Bees. I will place an order and then I'll complain about it. And I'm going to tell them I'm going to do it online. And this could be the greatest moment of my podcast. But hey... That's um, that's the questions on Twitter this week. Now we are on to my next for my next mode of social media is Snapchat, which is not my favorite because I think he's dying. But I answer questions because I have a few questions on Snapchat too. I was trying to do Spanish there, but then it sort of became like a generic African voice, which in today's day and age you can't do because if you do, you're full racist. Whatever. I wouldn't see Tucker B complaining about me doing her voice, would you? Uh, Kira Leap sent me a wee story. Whoa, this is so weird. Let me take a step back to read it. Slash kill time until it loads. Hmm. Camel's banned from beauty contest after being injected with Botox. Hmm. <clears throat> a camel beauty contest in Saudi Arabia has been rocked by scandal after 12 ships of the desert were disqualified because of their owners have used Botox on them. This is what happens. This is a cutthroat world of camel beauty. 
you know you have to take precautions you have to take um steps to make yourself to be a beautiful camel and if botox is what it is you have to do it but that is cheating basically these sweet camels have been taken out because of their owners have botoxed them that's unbelievable Kara. thank you very much for the story but the question that goes along with that story is if i could get any kind of cosmetic surgery for charlie the dog what would you get charlie's my dog he's wee shih tzu and he's got smelly breath and crooked teeth so i'd probably have like a brace put on him have his teeth whitened and maybe his tongue like scrubbed and refreshed so he could just lick my face all day um if we were to do that and any other surgery we would have on him um I probably have his jaw pushed back a bit because he could be we overbite and he looks a wee bit special at times. Not like good special, not like oh it's really special. Like, oh that's he's a bit special. So yeah, I did give him that. Um, Nam Nam has asked me a question which I'll actually go back to and answer because there's another question that Nathan has asked. Nam Nam's question, Nathan's question, of a similar theme. So I'll go back. To, I'll go back to that the tail end. Um, Louise has asked me how many days is a camel pregnant for so weird that you've just camel question followed by camel question I don't know exactly how many days a camel is pregnant for but um, camels can be pregnant for any time between 13 and 15 months so um, I don't know what all the camel chat's about but yeah that's what you need to know Louise so if you're looking, looking some more info on camels just you know Holler at your boy. I've I've got I've got your I'm the, I've got your hook up for all your camel based trivia. And Jamie Clements has has asked a great question. Also, shout out to him for a snap earlier. Um, he had had a little um filter on. Very funny, big mouth. Did a did an Uncle Andy impression. It's pretty good to the point. And he had a wee a wee uh, bit of text that basically said the troubles of the eighties is better than. And give him a piece. If you don't know what Troubles with 80s is, it's a wee online sitcom type sketch. I do. So look it up, The Troubles with the 80s. And he didn't have Uncle Andy impression. And hey, Marvin, that's at least you're not a Catholic. Which is kind of the humour of that, but sure. Um, people like it, and if people like stuff, it's going to get on, isn't it? And that must mean nobody really likes me. Anyway, Jamie has said, Is it too late for a question? Good, good question. No, it's not too late. Here we are, and I'm answering it. What is your weirdest memory from school? By the way, did that live performance with Duke Special ever materialise? Um, that's another callback to the Boytown podcast. Um, I was on the bill to perform at um, my old school, Southern Uppers, Night of Champions, which is basically where they had load of like X pupils who have done stuff whether it be like through sport or basically sport or entertainment so you have the likes of, of Rory McElroy where was on the bill Duke Special was on the bill he went solving too though went solving myself um, Andrew Smith off Great British Bake Off all going to come and do something basically what happened was that event got cancelled because Rory was playing golf he um, wasn't supposed to be in an event, but he'd done poorly throughout the year, so had to make a certain amount of points 
to keep his like ranking or something so he couldn't do the night champions cheers for Rory you're in a great opportunity for me so no the answer to that question is I've not yet performed a Jick special but I tweeted him enough so I'm sure he knows who I am and he'll go strongly out of his way to avoid any kind of hookup slash collabo with me moving forward um, other question was what was my weirdest memory of school I thought school was great there's so many weird things happened that it's hard to just just put it all down to one. Um, probably the weirdest was the time myself and three other mates decided to have an appreciation day for one of my teachers just about t- 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 about two weeks before we were supposed to do GCSE. Yeah, basically we had a teacher who was a bizarre guy. He was a, definitely a weird guy. And we thought, you know, look, we're failing our German, so we just have an appreciation day. So um, I brought him in some tea in a flask. Some of the other boys brought him some cookies. We made posters. He supports Banger Football Club, so he made on Microsoft Paint some Banger Football Club posters and had a, a Mr. Kitson appreciation day. That was probably the weirdest memory. We all also got brought into detention for that because when the yearhead found out about it, he launched a full-scale inquiry and the boys got got detention, which was quite funny because <coughs> um, whenever we actually got our German results, the year ahead delivered them himself to us, and I got a D, D for Deutsch, appropriate, and uh, he handed it over to me, and literally before I even looked at my mark, he goes, I told you so, Dave with the most evil grin on his face like I literally just failed an exam and he was looking at me like Tim Curry at Home Alone 2 I love you but evil so that's probably one of the weirdest memories that I had of school so the questions I want to go back to Nathan and Nam Nam's question um, I'll answer Nam Nam's question first um, Nam Nam, what's your legit real name? Because that's so weird itself. Um, but your question was... Yeah. Will Gregory Campbell self-combust if he is interviewed about new show Dairy Girls and has to say Dairy Girls? Probably. Because those guys, like... Our politicians are just D-I-Qs, which is dicks, but spelt real stylish. So, yeah, I'd say... Probably like, see if our politicians were to just take a step back and go, why do we get so fucked off about stupid stuff? Like that's what they do. They just sweat the small stuff and then like the bigger shit. They're just like that's dead on. Don't worry about it. Do you know? Like there's no hospital beds and stuff, and they're like, we'd rather be able to say, excuse me, uh, I need a bed because I'm gonna bleed to death in Irish than actually have a bed. To put them on to bleed to death on. Do you know what I mean? It's stupid. And then, you know, to be honest, through clarity and all you have to be, I am neither Protestant or Catholic. I am a halfa. I am born, I am muggle born to the the mixed race of bloods of the Celtic warriors and bloods of the orange Dutch bastards. You know, that's what I am. I don't support Sinn Féin or the DUP. I sometimes fail through doing podcasts. You have to watch what you say. Don't defend anybody. Blah, blah, blah. And, and I always end up having to balance it up and go, well, I think the DUP are shit and so are Sinn Féin. You know what? 
they both are. But individually, in future, if I want to slabber Sinn Féin, I'm going to do it. And if I want to slabber it, DUP, I'm going to do it too. Because, like, what are they going to do to me? You know, D- Sinn Féin probably have me blown up. DUP probably put money in the coffers of the paramilitaries and have me shot. But sure. You know, more important things to worry about than that. But yeah, there's, there needs to be a government. That's what, what they need to do for a start. And anyway, Nathan's question: What do you think of TV new TV show Dairy Girls? I did talk about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, I've watched each episode so far, and I I don't want to say negative, but I think it's gotten worse each week. Like the first episode was, I think, a pleasant surprise because every everything that comes out of of here, you automatically think is going to be like dumb down a bit or like you can't you know you have to watch you don't offend people so they won't be totally hysterical or it'll be a letdown whereas the first episode was fun it had great music it was kind of nostalgic it was cool it was funny but then as it's gone on you're like oh well this you know this is what it is this is they play 90s music and then there's two characters in it that i just cannot help but get annoyed by i try not to but I do the main blonde girl like well why does she make all those faces all the time all the time all her faces makes me want to just punch myself in the face and then you have the girl who's just a carbon copy of Neil from the Inbetweeners it's like how can there be a character in the show that's the exact same character as a character from another show and people are just like oh it's fine I just don't get it and I just think it's it's not it's not to my taste. I get it. It's funny. I get it. It's nice. I get it. It's nostalgic, but I just don't think it's hilarious. Like to me, my favorite sort of comedy to watch, like sitcoms and comedies and TV. I love The Office. It's ten out of ten to me. The original Office. It can't be beaten. I don't think. I love extras as well. Ricky Gervais. I love Peep Show. There, that's to me the funniest, the most I would like laugh out loud at stuff is that kind of humor, and even the in betweeners, which is funny. I I think it's just maybe a bit sort of, it's more of like a teenager hysterical thing than you know my sense of humor. But hey, yeah. So I just think Dairy Girls is a bit. I think I don't want to say overrated. It's good. I think it's a good thing, and it's positive for performers and writers coming out of here. Because you make it, you look at it, and you go flip. There maybe is room for for us out there instead of just giving my headpiece forever. But at the same time, it's maybe not totally in my humor. But I get there's a place for it. So that's my view on Dairy Girls. And will I watch it? I'll continue to watch it because it's decent to watch. It's not hysterical, but it's decent. So you know that's that's me just being honest don't want to blow it up don't want to blow it apart either i just think it's grand it's a nice enough watch but i just can't get annoyed by those two characters too so that's where we're at last questions we're on to instagram now um once again where i had the had the sing off with shane and on that note um marco deve has sent me uh, question Can you do more Palinatini in the podcast mate Absolutely um, Let's see Which one we do um, First of all I've got my baby Out There you go It's a wee short one Quiet I'll get in the full song But 
Maybe next time. Maybe next time, mate. Um, uh, Chris Barr, my favourite, has he's come at me with some gold here. Hello, David. That's weird in itself. The weirdest shit I've seen this week is Gaza's Twitter account. Don't know what the guy's been popping. Probably loads of booze, mate. Um, but must be strong. Have a look at these and go on his profile for more weird posts. Uh, do you know what, Chris? I've actually discovered Gaza's posts myself. Um, and let's just say it's weird shit. He's, he's like a one-liner comedian. Um, he's put Chris Semi's one tweet. It's a big one. Uh, from Gaza, oh, or again, says he. <laughs> um, and he said, I'll read this in Gaza's voice for you too. <clears throat> Hope everyone's okay. I love you. Uh, just a couple of things. My greatest glory is never failing, but rising up every time I fail. I don't believe in taking the right decision. I take a decision and make it. Thinking of you, Gaza. And then he sent a photo of himself, which is just like. It's not a good look. He's just got a grey beard, thin grey hair, just lying in bed, looking weird. <laughs> and then, following that, Chris has just sent me a load of... Uh, a load of screenshots of Gaz's jokes, basically. Um, <laughs> I'll read you some of them. Just seen in the news that the Energizer Bunny has been arrested on charge of battery... Just dropped my phone in mayonnaise. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> That's fucking so shit, it's funny. Uh, if you've done something wrong, don't worry. Just sit underneath a cow. You'll always get a pat on the back. <laughs> it's the fact it's Paul Gascoigne. If it was anyone else, it wouldn't be as funny. I see it's anymore. They say what you eat, but it's funny because I don't remember eating a legend. (laughs) Oh dear. Morning everyone. A skeleton just asked me for a lend of a fiver. I said why. He said because he's on the bones of his ass. That's a bad one, Gaza. But yeah, Chris, thanks once again for um, brilliant enlightenment it wasn't a question this week but it was it was great enlightenment and also um i wanted to shout out to you for a message you gave me during the week about uh the sing-off i had with shane he sent me a message saying shane deserved that win just as much as switzerland deserved that penalty disgraceful you're right it is disgraceful but you know what i won you saw it the next day and i won and i'm going to claim it and fuck him and much love to you guys follow me on all social media I'm going to be returning to stand up soon and get involved in the podcast give me questions, give me stories give me fucking money or whatever Like, don't do that because I'm not desperate but hey, if you want to donate money donate it to like save sharks because Donald Trump doesn't like sharks there you go and until next week this has been my weird podcast. Weird, weird, weird. Why the podcast? <laughs>